0: so beautiful to look back on our life and to think of the goodness of God to think of what good God has done in our life and we want to just this morning take a moment to actually get to reflect and actually get to dream again of the incredible miracles that are happening here in this house here in this church here in your church here in this city And it's not just because of us, uh, because of you, because of me, this is the goodness of God that's running after us. Do you know that he's running after you this morning? He's running after your family this morning. He's running after your situation this morning. He doesn't want our life to stay the same. And you know, when you hear people's stories and you know, our church, our mission statement is that we're on mission to make every story matter. And when you hear someone's story and you hear the goodness of God, you hear the miracle of what happened in their family, with their children, with their situation, you can't help but think, wow, could that happen for me too? Could a ceiling come off of my life that I've always lived with, the generational thing that I've always walked in, that my life could actually be different? And I'm here to tell you this morning, it can. I'm here to remind you again this morning of the goodness of what brought you in this room today. The stories we're gonna hear this morning are incredible stories that have been planted in this house and that are flourishing through this house. But as I look around this room this morning, I can see people and I remember your story. I remember the first time you came through the doors. I remember the first time you asked for prayer. I remember the situation you were praying for. I remember. So I wanna ask us this morning to remember again of the goodness of God. Remember again of what he's done in our life. And it's out of that place that a springboard happens. It actually is beautiful. Our literal life overflows and you can't help but contain it. That's when it slashes off to the people when you're at the grocery store and when you're going and picking up your dry cleanings. It's those little moments that you can just be able to sense the goodness of God. And you get to share that with someone. And so. This morning, we're going to hear from some people and get to hear these stories and hear the goodness of what it looks like to be planted and to see your life flourish.
1: All right, all right. So I am so grateful for what God has done through discipleship in my life. As a young man, uh, having leaders intentionally invest in me. Uh, teaching me how to read the Bible, how to hear the voice of God, speaking to the calling that was on my, my life. That, that shaped me, it shaped how I see church, how I've seen loving people. And it set the course for the rest of my life because of that lean in. One day I heard the call of God to move to Oklahoma. And I remember the day that I walked in this building. I remember walking in and stepping into a youth service and in that moment heard the voice of God telling me, this is where you need to be. And so we planted ourselves here, built our lives around that. And I got not only leaned into even more, discipled even more, but I had the opportunity to do for someone else what was done for me. Uh, With the teens of this church, leaning into their lives, letting them know that they matter to God, letting them know that there's purpose for their lives, that there's more for their lives. And I've been walking in that calling ever since. But I'm so grateful it didn't end with me. Even now, I'm so excited that young leaders like Noah here have come alongside and have said yes to investing in the next beyond them and the next beyond them, letting them know that they matter to God and that there is a purpose for their life. Man, discipleship matters.
2: It's pretty incredible to hear that and then be standing here and realize that discipleship was alive back then and it's just as alive right now. And it's crazy to see the the pass down and the trickle from who he was discipled by and now he's discipling and then now I get to be discipling people. It's just it's it's crazy to experience this. And I've never experienced it any anywhere before coming here. The 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 heart of this church is discipleship. The heart of this church is to move everyone forward and it doesn't matter where you are, like literally it doesn't not matter whether you're a teen because that's who I'm discipling right now is a teen in our youth group who is faithfully inviting his family who doesn't even go to church to come and sit in these seats, but he's just a teen. And so it's crazy to be able to see that and then think in my, and I just think about that and I'm like, wow, in five, 10, 15 years, he could be standing right here doing exactly what we're doing right now. And it, 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 it's it's crazy to me to see how faithful God is in, in no matter what situation it is. It really does not matter. And uh, yeah, his aunt was here this morning and it was, it was beautiful to see that. And uh, we're gonna get the whole family here and it's gonna be incredible. And it's gonna be a great story that he's gonna get to tell to his kids and to his future family.
3: Amazing. I'm so grateful. Um, I remember, you know, 10 years ago when I walked through the doors of this church for the first time, I had no idea everything that God was about to do in my life at that moment. Uh, but I came because I was desperate to be a part of something that mattered. I was desperate to be, have purpose in my life, to find my place. And when I walked through these doors, what I didn't know then is that this church has become the absolute miracle of my life. Um, walking through the doors, God absolutely changed everything. And as I look back over the last 10 years, every single thing in my life, I can draw a line back to this house, to New Heart Church and how it has shaped me and how it has built me and how it has molded, not just my life, but my family's life and my marriage, now my daughter. Um, And I came looking for adventure. I had no idea that the greatest adventure I would ever find is actually through planting myself in God's house. And because of that choice and being immovable and planting myself here, it has been the greatest adventure and nothing that I actually could have accomplished on my own. And it's just been a beautiful thing to look back on over the last 10 years and see that God's not done yet. He's still doing that in my life. But what's amazing is I can look around and I can see him doing it in other people's lives and in Marty's life, you know, right here. And her story is so similar, but God is not done yet. Absolutely not done yet. And there is more, and it's beautiful to see that it's actually still happening.
4: I, um, you know, I'm amazed every single time I walk in this building because I think back to the Marty that walked in here three years ago for the first time, fresh off of some pretty intense heartbreak and feeling like a failure and that I had disappointed everyone around me. And I knew that I had a calling on my life, but I thought I had destroyed it with the decisions that I was making and with all that I had gone through. I thought there is no way that God can still use me. And I stand here three years later on staff and living out that dream that was in my heart when I was in junior high. And it's because I sat down with Pastor Carissa at coffee just a couple weeks before, you know, a couple weeks after coming here for the first time and she said, hey, me too. I actually went through something really similar. And I walked out looking, thinking like, he did it for her. Why wouldn't he do it for me? This is where I want to be. And why wouldn't he do that for me just like he did it for her? And for the first time I felt like I had vision for my life and all I had to do was say yes. It was just one simple yes that turned into a hundred yeses of my yes is gonna stay strong no matter what I go through and my roots are gonna go deep and I'm gonna plant. And that is why I can say Ephesians 3.20 is so true for me that God did immeasurably more than I could ever ask, think, or imagine. And it's because I said yes, it's because I planted.
5: Wow, come on. Good morning, church. When I was 18 years old, I was a part of the youth group here and I had no um, vision for my life. I didn't know what the purpose of my life was going to be, but uh, Pastor Ben started an internship and asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. I said, sure, sounds great don't know what else I'm going to do, so let's do that. Uh, But little did I know that, yes, would change the entire purpose and calling on my life. In that internship, God called me to ministry, and if you had told me 11 years ago that I'd be standing here today, being able to pour into some young guys and tell them, hey, I did that, stop doing that, it won't work, uh, I would say that's a joke, but I'm here today and it's actually true. Uh, And then I was kind of like a church rat then. Like the doors were open, I was here serving. And sometimes the doors weren't open and I was still here trying to get in and serve somewhere else. I'm like, I just want to be in the building. Um, That's because I knew there was eternal purpose on the other side of it. I know even more now today, that no, no matter we were making copies for kids lessons or preparing to lead a service or cleaning a bathroom or cleaning the floor, sweeping something, all of those things, there was someone's eternity on the other side of it. So. The purpose that I found being planted here and being, being in the church and being, um, just laying down what God had given to me. It was just incredible. So the the purpose of my life and my whole family's life, my daughter's life, all have been changed from being in this house and being able to look to my right and see God doing the exact same thing in Cheyenne's life is just really, really beautiful.
6: So good. It's so crazy to think coming up on three years here at New Heart. Three years ago, I was a senior in high school. I did not know what was next. I did not know where I was going. I had no purpose. I really wasn't hanging out with the best people. I got my first invite to come to New Heart, and through that invite, I made my way to my first summer camp. It was at that summer camp where I felt the love of God for the first time. It was at that summer camp where I realized, no matter what, I needed to be here. I didn't know anything about God. I didn't know anything about church, but I needed to be in this room. I needed to be with these people. Because of that blessing, God has given me new friends, new friends I'm gonna have forever. God's given me new leaders that I get to give every part of my life to, that get to help shape me into who i become and who I'm going to become. God's given me the ability to shape my week to come here and serve this church and help further and work behind the scenes where no one sees. God's given me the blessing of all this on my life. He's given me the honor of serving in kids, the honor of serving in youth, the honor of leading young adults. All because of this blessing, God has given me leaders to turn to. God has given me a purpose in life. It's such a blessing on my life.
7: Uh, Just take uh, a seat just for a second. Uh, We're going to celebrate communion in just a moment. Um, Seeing, hearing all these stories, uh, realizing that God is moving in our church and moving in people's lives. And and not just in our church and not just in the people that we know here, but uh, all around the world. You know, sometimes you uh, can get inundated with... News or uh, different conversations where it feels like God is a little muted at this moment, but I want to let you know that's absolutely not the case. That God is doing a work in our world and doing a work in our church and doing a work in and uh, in, in our nation. And God is on the move. and And church, if you needed a reminder that this morning is another reminder that nothing can stop the move of God. No matter how uh, dark you think things are or how uh, oppressive you might be going through something right now, that nothing can stop the move in the hand of God. And, and not uh, anything that comes against God can absolutely prosper. There's no way that that works. And, and as I was listening to these stories and um, realizing the power... Of story, and of course, uh, this is our church's mission to make every story matter. I was reminded of Revelation uh, as John was writing out this revelation that God had given him. Uh, there's a scripture that came back to my memory in Revelation uh, chapter 12, verse 10. John said, I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, it has come at last. Salvation and power in the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. And I was reading that, I was realizing, again, you know, there's so many of us that want God's authority to come in different situations, and, and I, I believe that is coming, and, and God is working behind the scenes in your life at this moment. But but then John says, for the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night, notice that he didn't say the devil. He didn't say the enemy of our souls. He said the accuser of my brothers and sisters. And, and I want to let you know that some of you, uh, you might be putting your head down to the pillow at night and there's accusations that are running through your head. Accusations that you're not enough, that you're not doing it good enough, that you've made too many mistakes so you're disqualified, that this mountain will be too big for anyone to move, that you have accusations against you because of the things you've done in your past or the things that you're working through right now, you're thinking, there might be some accusations that are saying what you're dealing with right now is because of what you've done in your past. And I want to remind everybody that accusations do not come from God, they come from the enemy of your souls. That accusations that you might be listening to right now does not come from God, they come from the enemy to your soul. And I wanna remind all of us again, that any time you start listening to accusations, you're not listening to the voice of God. You're not listening to God's Spirit speaking to you. And sometimes we get wrapped up in accusation. And maybe accusation has come by somebody else's voice, but it's been rooted in the accuser. Maybe, maybe you've, you've felt an accusation from a family member. You felt an accusation from somebody who, who said something a long time ago and it's, and it stayed with you. And I want to let you know that's not God's voice to you. That's not the mercy and the grace of God. And so how do you defeat the accuser? This next verse says, and they, defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die they defeated him by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony what, what, what is your testimony Is exactly what we heard up here this morning the story of God in your life And some of us don't realize the power of story. We have in our mind, we remember what God has brought us from, but we don't talk about it. We have in our heart what God has done for us, but we don't bring it up. And can I tell you, church, come on, church, can I tell you, this is where you start winning background in your life When you start opening up your, come on, church. When you start opening up your mouth and declaring the goodness of God, and you start opening up your mouth and declaring that God brought me back from a long time. I know some of you maybe have lived a long time in your life, or maybe you don't realize how much God has done in your life. But it does not work when you are silent. It works when you open up your mouth and say, "God brought me this far, and He's not going to leave me here." still. Come on church, God has brought you from a dark place and put you on solid ground and when you start talking about it, it does something in the atmosphere. It does something that wins back ground that the enemy thought that he could keep for too long. And you wonder why there are people are losing ground to the accuser it might be because they haven't opened up their mouth and declared the goodness of God in their life and say God has brought me from so many things and God will continue to bring me from so many things but it's just not the, the testimony it's just not your story of what God and the mercy of God in your life it is What did John say? The blood of the lamb. What that is is a metaphor of saying the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross for each and every one of us. Remembering that there's power in what Jesus did on the cross for you. There is no sin that keeps you away from God. Church, there's no sin that is keeping you away from God. Because of the sacrifice of Jesus, he has washed every single sin away from our life for those of us who put their hope and their trust in Jesus there is not one thing that can keep you away from God some of you who maybe are living a life right now feeling like yeah but you don't know what I've done you don't know the thoughts that I've had You don't know the things that have run around in my mind. You don't know the past that I'm coming from. You don't know the family that I come from. Can I just tell you that none of that holds any power compared to the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross? None of it. Oh, come on. Let's give a huge hand clap for the power of Jesus on the cross. Come on. Let's give a huge hand clap for the power of Jesus. On the cross, thank you, God, for your forgiveness. They overcame the accuser by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. There is power in your story. And and for those of you who are maybe thinking, man, I'd love to talk about my story. Can I just tell you? We'd love to hear it. We, we would love to hear those things. You can reach out to your connect group leader and say, hey, this is what God has been doing in my life. If you don't have a connect group, uh, there's a great way for you to get connected one. It's on our New Heart Church app. You can get connected to a connect group and say, man, I just love to talk about what God's doing in my life because we know that God's not just doing a couple of things in a couple of people all through our church. God is doing stuff. All through the people that are serving in different areas, and all the people that are coming and calling our church home, and and the people that maybe have just started coming to our church that God is working in their life. And so, if God is doing something in your life and you're like, man, I just really want to talk to it, go to your connect group leader right now and tell them, yeah, this is what is going on in my life, and and, and saying, I I really feel like God is is changing my story as well because there's power in your story as we get ready to celebrate communion at this moment I I, want to remind all of us we're reminding ourselves again of the power of Jesus sacrifice on the cross his broken body so that we can be whole his shed blood on the cross so that we can have forgiveness of sin so maybe some of you who are newer, maybe you who are online online right now, you've never been able to celebrate communion. Can I can I tell you that this is what the juice and this little bread wafer represent? It represents the bread represents the body of Christ that was broken so that you can have a whole life. The juice represents Jesus shed blood on the cross so you could have forgiveness of sin and we celebrate that this morning because we realize that there's power when we celebrate this and we can take steps forward in victory because of this. So let me, uh, I'm gonna pray over the elements in just a moment. Um, But as we continue to worship God, I I want us to take a moment here. And there's elements under your seat, every single one of you. But uh, I I just want you to take a moment here and you can open that up and pray to God and say, "Okay, God, I'm thankful for this moment here that you've given me forgiveness of sin and that you've given me wholeness in my life. So let me pray over the elements uh, this morning. Father, I thank you for... uh, God, your shed blood on the cross. Father, I thank you for your broken body that has allowed us to be whole. Father, I thank you that, God, you are giving us freedom in our life, maybe some freedom that we've never had before. Father, I pray that, God, as we... Uh, celebrate communion this morning. God, we'd be reminded again that God, you brought us from a long way and put us into a new place. Father, I thank you that God, you are reminding us again that God, anything broken can be mended back together. Anything that feels like it's hidden, God, you will forgive and bring light to. And God, I thank you that God, as we celebrate what you did on the cross, that we know that God, it is not in our power that we come close close to you. It is by your shed blood on the cross that God we can take steps to you. In Jesus name we pray. Everybody said